exquisite yeah, timing. I mean, boy. we literally just got out of the break. Those words are a little big for Maddie and I. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, but, it was. Uh, yeah. Especially, especially when you're freezing your butts off in a hockey ring. Yeah, like, it is. Hey, Maddie's got bare feet <laughs> and, so- and no socks and shorts. Other than that. <laughs> Ask me, for the list, ask me for the list of things I don't quite miss about Maine. And that, that might be on the <laughs> freezing, list. Freezing yeah. in a hockey rink might be near the top of the list. Yeah, freezing. <laughs> I feel like you're not freezing. If they could just play it outside. they could just play it outside in the summertime, that would have been cool. Yeah, you'd be cool with that. Uh, sure, why not? <laughs> Do they even have hockey in Kentucky? Oh, yeah, they've got hockey in Kentucky. No, not, they, not they, have clo- they have club hockey. Like my, uh, my cousins uh, on my wife's side of the family, oh, you know, the younger ones they play yeah but they tr- they have to travel all over to do it they end up like in michigan and ohio oh quite a boy bit, and indiana that's a commitment yeah on weekends yeah so and uk has a club team oh but that's uh yeah that's the extent of that talking with cal oaks from the georgetown news graphic you can catch him in the sun journal every other week are you are you as excited to you, wait until friday as we are for the boston red sox i mean this is a oh man. painful yeah, talk, long talk thing. about a painful way that they do the schedule now i mean really and and i guess you know everybody's debating on do they even need those one game playoffs when both teams are already qualified and you know the whole thing is just what what are you doing <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, but the um, yeah, that's a long that's a long wait. I mean, it gets everybody's pitching ready. I guess it's advantage for the division winners if you, uh, you know, if you if you got a few extra days to line 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 up your ducks in a row. But uh, yeah, well, it's made a, a difference. Made a difference. Milwaukee and uh, and the Cubs. The the winner goes to the uh, home field advantage to the entire that's playoffs, and the loser. <laughs> Boy, so one game playoff. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. It was. And, and they had to travel. To the Cubs because they won that series 11-8 during the season. So, yeah. mm-hmm. um, the people that say they should just use the regular season series to to break that tie, if they're Cubs fans, they're really saying sure. that this morning. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, that's it, it, it's true. I guess it's I guess they like the drama of it, and that's the tradition. But okay, you know, but the tradition also isn't having ten teams in the playoffs. So. Sure. No, that's right. <laughs> tradition when I was a kid was four. So uh, every time I hear the word tradition, you know, it, it just kind of takes away. The there's nothing. There's nothing like you know. I hate. I, hate to bring up 78 but there's nothing like a situation like that where basically the two best teams in baseball are playing one game and only one's going to even go to the playoffs you know yeah. that's uh, that's that's pressure that's that's uh that's postseason baseball right there i mean i, I don't you know what happened yesterday was, was fine i guess but uh i'm old enough to drag remember. out the process quite a bit mm-hmm. i'm old enough to remember one from each league period winner the american yeah, winner. right I mean, there's no, no playoffs just one each yeah yeah, that's a little different. Is that why the Yankees made the World Series every year? Probably. Basically? It was just yeah. that, you know, they'd win the... Those are the years the Red Sox yeah, are fifth or sixth. It's kind of like, you know, Yankees Dodgers teams. I mean, it's not quite yeah. it's not quite an original six situation like the, the NHL with the Canadiens, but, I mean, it's 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 similar. I mean, <laughs> there was a lot, of, a lot of titles that weren't won under the current conditions. Yeah. Talking with Cal Oaks from the Georgetown News Graphic and, uh, of course, you can catch him in the Sun Journal. Every other week. Um, Patriots did look good, or at least they looked a little bit more Patriot-like on Sunday. So that's that's nice. They look, you know? patri- they look patriotic, didn't they? Yeah, they, they <laughs> patriotic they is a good word. I always, there. I, like I, always hate, I always hate when the Dolphins get that you know token touchdown at the end. At least, this seems like every time they play the Dolphins at Foxborough, they like stomp them in the first half, and then they usually go to sleep. But at least it was a fairly, fairly full 
performance, reasonably complete. I'm happy with that. Of course, you come come off a short week now to, to play the uh, play the Colts, and it's always good beating up on the Colts. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I hate the Colts. I will always I will always dislike the Colts. So the very like one of the 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 very first game uh, Patriots game I remember watching start to finish. Um, or actually, no, the very first game I remember like paying attention to like the last quarter because it was on was the win against the Colts in 86, and then I watched them play the Seahawks the next week and lose. And I've kind of just hated the Colts ever since then. You know what I mean? Like, the only team I ever even kind of rooted for was the uh, Jim Harbaugh team that could have beaten the Steelers that year in the playoffs. Yeah. Because that would have been the worst Super Bowl of all time. That would have been... uh, Oh, absolutely. Indianapolis Colts against the 1995 Cowboys would have been, like, (laughs) um, I'm pretty sure Redskins Broncos 87, like, in maybe worse. Or or, or 49ers Broncos. 49ers Broncos or, uh, you know... 49ers Chargers, Bears Patriots. 49ers Uh, Patriots. Those were the days. Yeah, that was ugly. I like the Colts when they. Tried I mean, I and, and and even if and even if the Packers had somehow upset the Cowboys, it still would have been an ugly Super Bowl that year. I mean, they would have they would have destroyed Indianapolis too. So yeah, that was that would have been cool. Yeah, that would have uh, that would have been something. I hated those Green Bay. And we're talking too. they were they were fingertips away too. That was a legit uh, hail mary that was that was almost answered. Oh yeah, that could have easily been a that would have been one of those legendary sort of deals that you'd see that play moving forward. I still can't believe he didn't catch it. You know what I mean? Especially with all the crap that we see. No. Nowadays, like you know, that catch uh, Corey Davis made against the Jaguars in the end zone on Sunday, like you know, the to to or against the uh, Eagles on Sunday, you know, to beat Philadelphia yeah. against three guys. Just don't you see this all the time every week? Like I did. I would not want to play defense in the National Football League in high school or in college no. any longer because there is no. That, that's just it. I think it, to it. It's harder to play defense, so those things come become more likely. But I, what I've seen happening is like you, you get these acrobatic, awesome highlight film catches like you've never seen before, and you also get these drops that you're like, man, I could have caught that. <laughs> you know, no. I think you're seeing both right now mm-hmm. in the league. It's it's an interesting mix. It's the, uh, what, what uh, I like to call it the, uh, uh, the Ray Ordonez, you know. He'll make that backhanded <laughs> play, and you're like, holy crap, yes. how in the world did he make that play? And then routine grounded to short and then booted into the third row, you know. Like, how do you, yeah. how do you even do that? So, <laughs> I just. Very, I very similar situation. Very, <laughs> very, very similar <laughs> situation. Hey, did Western Kentucky ever Eerily. get it straightened out after Maine won, after Maine beat them? Like, did they get ever ever get straightened out? I mean, they almost uh, they, beat Louisville they, the they next week. Around, they turn around, and almost beat Louisville the next week, but then they blew that one. And, and I'm not sure what their their situation is right now. I don't think they're very good. Um, and we did, and I, I do need to pat myself on the back for almost predicting the Yale blowout last week. Oh, kind of saw that one coming. I, I well, I <laughs> did, I did too for a couple reasons. Okay, one, I get down there. Have you ever been to the Yale Bowl, by the way? What a weird little yeah, place. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, a, it's a strange place. <laughs> That's a strange place. But I get down there, and the field is, is is in about as good a shape, okay? You're talking about Yale, right? Like, this is not some college where they're not getting some money in, okay? Their field right. took about eight inches of rain on Tuesday, and... You know those times that we'd set, we'd set foot on like you know we'd set foot on the sidelines at Wyndham for an EL game and it was like week seven and the grass was all dead yeah. and it was like you know you just yeah. all you see is turf spot just cleat spots that's what it was it was terrible right. I'm like uh oh 
And this is the first time I've ever been concerned that Maine wasn't, you know, they're, one, they're going to be on a, on a slow track. And then the kid that, uh, yeah. the Shofi kid, apparently, this is, this is a crazy story. The Shofi kid who had 10 catches for 124 yards. Nobody could catch him all day. There was a Sports Illustrated article about him, and he was supposed to um, get offers, and he was graded by a lot of people. He went to a prep school out in California, right? So he's supposed to be getting these offers from Stanford, Washington. He leads yeah. the league in receiving. He does all the stuff, right? He can't get an offer yeah. anywhere except for preferred walk-on status. Can't figure it out. And Sports <laughs> Illustrated writes an article, yeah. and they thought it was because he was white. And I'm like, what? Wow. <laughs> This is the article yeah, we're I'll writing now. I'm like, yeah, I you. think that that doesn't. That, that's an interesting premise. Yeah, but this kid is unbelievable, and I'm just like, what? Like this is. I, mean, I, I this, figured this we is were what past, we're writing articles we about now. now. I, I, I figured there had been enough guys that had at least been slot receivers in the NFL that that wouldn't yeah. be uh, an issue that, for a uh, that for an was, investigative report. I was. It was, <laughs> it was. It was just like outside the lines. I was waiting for Bob Lee to show up out of out of nowhere. You know, even though he wasn't with them. But it was. It, it's, it's exactly. <laughs> It was nah, unbelievable, but I, no, never mind. <laughs> I can look. I'll tell you right now. I can. I can certainly see. I can certainly see why they. Um, why they wrote that article at least to wonder why because that yeah. kid's going to be good. The the NFL scout that was on the sidelines was looking at him and was looking at uh, was also looking at Sheffield from Maine. Sheffield's had a lot of looks each place I've been. Uh, Cardinals, I think mm -hmm. the Cardinals had a had a scout down there. Uh, looking at him and a couple other guys from the Western Kentucky game, there was a local Detroit scout who I guess works with the Lions and some other schools. He was there watching the defense as well. So you, and then the other, so the other night was the Atlanta every, Falcons. Are you trying to get to every main game this year? Is that, I'm trying is that to get goal? to the road games, just the road games. I want to see if I can. I, I want to see if I can do the challenge because well, they're closer. You know, they're closer than the home games a lot. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and that's my choice, Cal. Like, do I want to go to Orono every other week, or do I want to? You know, I get. A, I'm going to have a stretch coming up here where they're going to play um, Richmond, William and Mary, and Towson State. So basically, I'm just going to have to fly into Washington D.C. on on Saturday morning and then fly home on Sunday morning. Like, you know, I might as well. That seems reasonable. I might as well go somewhere you know that I haven't seen or get caught up on some things as opposed to you know just going up to Orono and. You know, ordering so food they, for Moe's. They're going to. They have to go to James Madison. Uh, no, they you have to go. that up as an L right no, now. No, oh, no, okay. no, James Madison. They host Villanova this week. Next week they go to Rhode yeah. Island, which is going to be another driver. I did that one. I, I did that the, this weekend. I drove to Yale, then drove home. Same. And day. Rhode Island. Rhode Island's better this year. So Rhode that's Island. That's actually going to be a really. Gonna be yeah, that's going to be a really good game. Then they're at William and Mary, at Richmond. They have a game at home against Elon, and then they finish, or they either have they either finish up the year at Elon, or at home against Elon, or at town, or they play at Towson State at some point. So, like, I can't remember how that whole thing works out. But they have three more or four more road games left. They only have four home games this year out of a ten-game schedule. Yeah, really. I I don't know who scheduled this, yeah, but that's that's rough. When I get to post game the other day, and you can tell Coach is exhausted. He's like, I don't know what happened this week. I can't, you know. Well, I can tell you what happened. You yeah. played Western Kentucky. You start off the year with UNH, which yeah, is a huge okay, emotional thing. Here's what here's what you've done. You've you've had a player tragically pass away yes. in preseason. That's step you've one. You had one home game, and and then you played two on the road against you know FBS teams. I mean, <laughs> three on the road. Not a good, yeah. that's, okay, that's right. Three. Yeah. That's not a good way to start the season. Uh -uh. So no wonder he's exhausted. I feel for him. And, and 
you know, this game this week, I mean, it, it, this is this is a game that the good main teams of the past 20 years have won. They, yes. You know, even though Villanova is a is a top notch, you know, tends to tends to be in the national championship conversation a lot. This is a, a game that Maine has won in the years that they've had postseason aspirations of their own, and they really need to go out and get this one. Yeah, this is a this is a big one, and they're going to be missing some guys too. You know, they're 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 missing their their starting running back Jefferson left last week. They lost their, their top two corners. Gunnar Dokos uh, was was taken out after a couple of plays the other day just due to due to some stuff. So, yeah, I mean they were they were losing some guys due to injury because they're just they keep dropping. I mean they had to go with a true freshman at running back after Fitzpatrick because Fitzpatrick was you know gassed after a few plays. So, yeah, it was. Uh, and so the play the players are feeling this schedule yes. too. And, sure. Uh, Whoever made it's, it needs you know, to not you, make this again. <laughs> well, saying. I mean, they're, they're they're determined they're determined to play those you know, one A schools to, to use that terminology, and you're only going to be playing them on the road. But when you play them back, at least I know they had a bye week in between them, but it's it's still pretty uh, it's still pretty aggressive to be scheduling like that, and then and then to play in in, in what a lot of people consider the SEC of, of the FCS mm-hmm. in the Colonial. So yeah. It's, well, uh, they, it's a brutal they, schedule. They, they, no, the, the games you just listed off, there's there's no gimme on that list. Not one. <laughs> oh. Not one. I don't even look at the Elon they, game as a gimme. You know? Uh, no, Elon's good this year. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the like the Jeff Sager and power ratings or something, they're probably second or third in the Colonial. So that's a it's not a that's not a dub by any any stretch. Yeah. Any um, other year, you're like, oh sweet, we're not playing Old Dominion this year. Everything's good. Oh well, hey, <laughs> look at that. Rhode Island decided to have a career year this season. You know? Yeah. Uh, well, the thing with Elon, it reminds me of kind of the dynamic that happened when. Those teams like Lewis and Yale at Oxford Hills join the the double A, and it's like, oh, they're getting killed that first right. year. And yeah. this may, they may never close that gap, and then within two or three years, they were you know comparable and and, and, and on equal footing and winning those games. And it's kind of what's happened with Elon. I mean, they were they were not really fit to be in the Colonial when they started out, but uh, clearly they're they're in the mix now. Talking about teams with a tough stretch, you'll love this one, Cal. Uh, Oxford Hills this week hosts Bonnie Eagle, and then hosts Portland next week. <laughs> Good, good luck with that. Back. At least they've got a nice, <laughs> uh, nice foundation built on their season. So you right, know, yeah, they're probably going to get a home playoff game and all that stuff, no matter what. This is, and, and actually, this is good. This is this is mm-hmm. kind of challenging. It's, it's kind of the Scott County approach, right? You're going right. to go up and play Moeller now. <laughs> That's kind of what that reminds me of. Yeah, well, it was funny. I watched. Uh, I watched... Keep yourself ready for uh, what lies ahead. Mm-hmm. Watching uh, watching Portland the other night against Edward Little. I mean, they're just out there, just. It's amazing to me because Edward Little, obviously, I mean, these these are teams that, you know, squared off against each other in basketball tournaments and, and competed head-to-head. But when it comes to the football yeah. program, all the guys that were on the field for Portland, it was like watching. Remember the year the 85 Bears went into Lambeau? And the, it, yeah. it, that, that season, I want to say it was Halloween, and they just, just physically destroyed yeah. Green Bay. And it was almost the same thing yeah. in the first couple. I mean, Gerardin had to leave because of concussion because he got hit so hard. And I mean, these guys are all monsters. And and they've got they got one guy who's like six five three forty, and he's just standing on the sidelines looking intimidating. I don't know if he's running security or what. They've even got now they've got a kicker. They've got a um, uh, 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 young freshman um, who is from the Congo or Somalia or whatever it was. He doesn't like soccer. So he comes in. The kid can't miss a kick. God bless him. He's he's uh, he's, he's seven for seven or whatever it is. He can hit it from forty-five yards out. Like, 
Yeah, it was yeah. that that uh, Portland well, was the real me, deal. That reminds me of in in 2002 when when Portland and EL played in the state final, and you know, no offense to EL, but it was men versus boys then too. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes Portland just shows up with a team like that, and and you tip your hat and move on. Yeah, but, and that's it, they're they're gonna be they're gonna be a tough assignment even for Oxford Hills, I think. Uh, yeah, I think it's that game, but you know. Who knows? I mean, Oxford Hills has, 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 what beat them last year, right? So, they did beat them, them last year. Yeah. They did beat them last year. A little bit of a different Oxford Hills team last year. Uh, a little bit of a different Portland team last year. That Portland team completely changed when they put Moss at quarterback. And then the guys that came back this year yeah. were really able to take over that momentum with them going to the regional final. Wyndham still doesn't have a win yet. They play at Lewiston this Friday. So they'll be looking for their first win. Yeah. The I mean, I, I think Lewiston's got to be favored there. Mm-hmm. They handle Bangor pretty well and uh, should handle Wyndham pretty well, too, I would think. And, you know, they, they didn't they didn't play awful even when they started off the season 0-4 mm-hmm. or whatever it was. They were just a uh, tough schedule, obviously. Oh, yeah. Horrible schedule. Yeah. You, <laughs> let's host Scarborough. Okay, everybody. You know, <laughs> it just... And they, yeah. But that's what happens. Scarborough, I mean, you're the, Oxford Hills. Scar- I think, yeah. think they Tor- were Thornton at Academy, Shepard, which has never gone well for Lewiston. No, and it yeah. didn't. It didn't that day. Uh, that was, and that was, you know, that was Shevers and the officials on that one. So, you know, that was. Yeah. That's kind of how that one went. I, 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 I take Wings Wing Wings word for that one because he's he's been pretty fair and balanced about the officiating since he started. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun watching this stuff from a distance and, and seeing. Uh, See where it's going. It certainly looks like the South in, in Double A is uh, is where it's at. They've, they've got Thornton and Bonnie Eagle and Scarborough, and yep. doesn't look like it'll be much of a state final, depending on uh, how it turns out. But we'll I don't. I'm not expecting too South. much craziness. I, the, uh, what I'm really intrigued by is not even so much this year. Is what happens this year? You know, especially in the tournaments uh, in, in the state championships. That's they're going to utilizes an argument to change things next year when they decide to change the classifications when the eight-man football comes in because that's coming you know all these class e schools are going to go eight-man that's already you yeah. know that's already going to be a start and then how uh, many the, more the, schools the state go finals were horribly one-sided last yeah. year oh, yeah. boy. So. they have been for the last couple of years to be honest with you i mean you know you got you got marshwood down south marshwood and kennebunk down in class b you've got Levitt in Class C with, you know, Gardner's pretty good. Oh, they got pounded this weekend by Freiburg. Yeah, well. but, but well, uh, Fry, Freiburg funny, Levitt though, Friday night. We, we, you know, and, and I don't know what it is. Marshwood and Kennebunk, they, when they moved from A to, to B, they instantly became competitive again. And I don't know if it was just good timing on their part or if there is just that much of a gap because they were not – Mm-mm. competitive for a long time. I mean, I read that story on uh, on, on Joe Rafferty the other day and his, his staying power there at Kennebunk, and they were talking about his record when they were in Class A for 10 years, and it was horrible. Uh, and they're a good program, and they're beating up on people in B, and they have ever since they moved back. So, uh, you know, people can say, well, you should they should be playing Bonnie Eagle and Thornton. It's like, no, because they get clobbered. <laughs> no, they, they're, they're, so I don't blame them for wanting to play. I don't blame them for wanting to play people their own size. I mean, it, it, it's a yeah, natural inclination. I mean, the reason they were playing an A anyway was because if they wanted to be in the SMAA, they had to play Class A. And in right. the other sports, maybe it's a little and different. And they, was, the oh, yeah. they were on the bottom end of that classification. And Absolutely. A was the worst, you know, it was the widest gap, I mean, between the, the, the small schools and the big schools. 
And that was one, I think that was really what they were trying to cure when they went to four classes. I mean, they, you know, a lot of people said it was the, the that, you know, those C schools that were, you know, the smaller C schools were getting beat up, but I don't think it really helped them because the, <laughs> the top end of that classification is still what, 450 kids or thereabouts. Sure. I mean, it really, it really did more. I think it did more to help the, the, the Marshwoods, the Brunswicks and the Kennebunks of the world than anything else. Yeah, it did. And then you look at the Wells of the world, you know, who are who are just manhandling oh, yeah. Class D right now. Like, I don't and that's even... their that's their decision. I yeah. mean, obviously, all those years Mountain Valley petitioned up. They're where they belong now in Class D in terms mm-hmm. of uh, both their their strength and their enrollment. But I mean, I, and I understand Wells' case too. They got what forty two kids. That's not a, yeah. that's not huge. Um, you just have to have the right forty two kids. Yeah. And, they, and they seem to they every year. The, yeah. yeah. Oh, they've they got do. great facilities. They, do well. they, and work they also hard. run a and I tell you, it's, it comes back to that wing team, man. It's a hard, hard thing to defend when everyone else and their brother is going, going spread and trying to, quote unquote, make it exciting. And, and then when a school like that has knows what it does and does it well and does it well year in and year out, and has that same system up and down its feeder system, uh, they're going to be successful no matter what <laughs> level they play in. Talk with Cal Oaks. Of course, you can catch his columns in the Sun Journal every other week, and uh, he's now at the Georgetown News Graphic in Kentucky. Patriots, Colts. You guys, you guys are on location at Scott County football practice, right? Now. Oh, really? Yeah. So yeah. we're at school vacation. It's school, va- it's school vacation this week, so they're going oh, nice. from nine to noon every day. So oh, we're sweet! Here. Nice. We're here watching practice. See, I like this idea <laughs> of the fall vacation. I think this is a perfect time to do it. Freiburg Fair Week. You know, you take the week off. I think you should, you know. And, 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 you know, you all could you, you all could start in, like, the second week of August. But everybody, <laughs> even in September up there, complains that it's too hot. And I, I, that, that always makes me laugh because they've been going to school for a month down here where it actually mm-hmm. is hot. Oh, yeah. Well, they so have air know. conditioning in their schools. I think that's the difference, though. That's why they probably don't complain yeah. too much about it. I mean, yeah, some true. of the schools have that's air true. conditioning, but not, not most of them. Like, not – I don't think they're fired you know, right, up the air right conditioning. Right now, they're, they're the basically LDL. at the midway point between yeah. – the start of school and Christmas, so I get why they do the the fall yeah. break. But yeah, I guess if you've only been going to school for for a month, it would be kind of silly. Yeah, that's too fall bad. Break. They, they're at least well. You know what really gets me now is they they do this teacher workshop day on the Fridays before Columbus Day weekend. You know, when I was a kid, you oh, had to yeah. skip Friday if you wanted to go to the Freiburg Fair on Friday. So I'd always miss out on perfect that's, attendance. That's right. Now that's right. you, you miss can just out of the privilege of a skip day. Yeah. Now you can just go, and no one cares. It's like, oh, it's already right. like. Ugh. This is crap. You no, know you, what I mean? When I, was like, when I was like nine, I think when I was nine years old, uh, we were, it was uh, this big buildup all week. My mom was going to let us skip school and go with my grandparents to the Freiburg Fair. Freaking pouring rain. <laughs> <laughs> and, we never, uh, and we never did go, but she still let me skip school. That, that was, was kind of nice. nice of her. That, was, that is nice. <laughs> that is nice. I, I remember going a couple of years on the Friday when it was just pouring rain. That was nothing better than watching a calf or a pig scramble when they're like, when it looks like uh, Dewey yeah, Oxberger going up against the strippers and stripes, you know what I mean? Like that's exactly yeah, what it looked gra- like. Great, Grandpa Nana's pickup truck never left East <laughs> J that day. We we we, we stayed right we stayed right put, but at least I didn't have to go to school. Uh, <laughs> right, you know, and that's and sometimes that's what matters, you know. That's that's how it works. Yeah, that's what it's all about, you know. Sometimes you just gotta. Gotta do what you gotta do. You can follow him on Twitter, Oaksy72. Cal Oaks joins us on Tuesdays here on the B list. You can catch him in the Sun Journal every other week. Cal, we'll talk to you next week. Have a good week. Um, oh, um, is it okay to live at your house this week? Like, how's the Raiders fan doing? She, you know, things. Ah, uh, she survived. She survived Sunday, and she. 
a week ago she, she said to me, well, at least I don't have to worry about the Super Bowl being stressful this year. But, of course, now there's a little more swagger now that they won a game. But I, I, I've, I've had to say like ten times, you know, it was the Browns and you needed a you know, play to be reversed and then <laughs> overtime. But, I, you know. A win's a win. A beat's a beat. Yeah, that's that's how that goes. Well, remember, you know, this is you know, this isn't your granddad's Browns. This is the new era of Cleveland Browns. This is the Cleveland Browns yeah, are now America's Baker, team. This is Baker's Browns. Yeah. Baker's Browns, baby. They got a lot of fans around here too. It's I'm telling fun to, you, fun they, to watch them live and die with that. They are the new America's team because of that hard knocks. I think everybody wants to get on the Browns bandwagon because if they're bad, they could, bad, they can be like, see, I'm a big Browns guy. Like, I think that's what's. I think that's what's happening. I. I think there's exactly. probably exactly, and that's just, it's a it's a sound theory, you know. Adopt a team that's been in the pits forever, because they you know finally stacked up some draft picks that look exciting and some names that they recognize because they follow college a little bit, and now they think okay, it's a good time to get on the Browns bandwagon. So I'm telling we'll you, people people give me less crap when I wear my San Francisco gear than they do my Patriots gear because they just assume I'm an obnoxious Patriots fan. When I'm wearing my my 49ers stuff, they're like, oh, 49ers fan, huh? I'm like, yes, it's a little kid. They're on my second team to the Patriots. But then they take me seriously, and then we'll talk about things. If I talk about the Patriots, they're just like, you know, Brady, Gronk, et cetera. Like, it's a different, I don't know. It changes, it changes like, the At least the 49ers have some cachet from, like, when we were all growing up. You know, right. They're actually good. Well, well, a lot of people don't remember that, what, what do the Browns have? Ernest yeah. Biner. Okay, that's what they have from when we were growing up. Bernie Kosar. <laughs> Don't forget Bernie Kosar. Bernie Kosar. Bernie Biner fumbling at the goal line. That's what they have. Little Brian Sipe action, you know? A little Brian Sipe. Yeah. I don't know. All right. We'll talk.